opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallum. According to CBS 46 Atlanta, a Madison, Georgia nonprofit is giving away care packages full of basic necessities to rural blind and visually impaired residents. The nonprofit is called Living Life Team Incorporated. Here to talk about Living Life Team Incorporated is its president and founder, Rita Harris. Hi, Rita. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Let's first learn about you. Tell us about yourself. Oh, wow. Myself. Well, of course, my name is Rita Harris. I, I reside in a small community called Madison in the state of Georgia. I am visually impaired and have been so since 2002. I am a guide dog user, by the way, and I love living life to the fullest. High energetic and have a um, dedicated passion for people as well. And I guess that's how you named your organization, Living Life Team Incorporated. Yes, absolutely. How did you start this organization? Um, with me being visually impaired and there was not a support system in my area, I did not have any knowledge of resources. And I felt like I was so alone in this journey. And when I did, find out about a resource and received training and then went on to guide dog school for guide dog training. Um, my life changed tremendously and um, God placed it in my heart to give back, to help others um, have a less difficult transition and give them a support system. And I went from there. I just did the legwork and um, started in 2016 with only five people joining. And we have expanded now. We serve 20 plus. That's a lot of people. What are some of the important services that Living Life Team offers to the blind consumers out there? Okay, we offer a very unique support system, um, which includes um, a support group as well. And through that support group, um, we meet once a month and we build a rapport. Um, a relationship in a supportive setting um, so you can share your, your, your trials and your triumphs with people that can relate that, you know, you both share the same disabilities. We provide resources. We provide personal, um, how do I say, personal interest in, in the in individual. It's very personalized. We, um, we, pride on the focus of our motto reach for the stars don't allow your disability to handicap you and that's what we do by empowering through training orientation and mobility training um, daily living skills training um, cpr every one of our members of living life team are um, cpr certified we do a lot of outside of the box activities to build self-esteem and confidence which leads to independence what kind of out of the box activities oh i'm glad you asked that <laughs> we do kayaking tandem bike riding 
um, go fishing, painting, and we do a unique painting where you use fresh vegetables and produce versus a paintbrush. And we've actually um, did paintings where we featured them in a local museum um, for an art show selling. And of course, you know, the how the self-esteem rises when someone sees your art and it's beautiful and they want to purchase it. Um, oh, we do, oh, we do a lot of things. We do cooking, like I said, CPR training. Um, I have, <laughs> a couple of us have even gone to um, the National Beat Ball, Beat Baseball Tournament and participated in that, golfing. Um, you name it, whenever I find out about it, I pretty much bring it in, introduce it, and we go for it. I always stress, just take life by the horn and just enjoy the ride. Hey, enjoy the ride and have some fun. Because you mentioned um, that you guys go kayaking and fishing. Where do you do that? Um, fishing is um, at um, local here in Madison. Um, but kayaking is normally in Kennesaw, Georgia, which is called Red, a state park called Red Top Mountain. That is probably about 80 to 85 miles from Madison. Now, now we got to get into the coronavirus pandemic. How has COVID-19 <laughs> impacted your organization? Oh, wow. Um, well, with everyone sheltering in place, we have had to put the support group meetings on home, meeting in person, which is very important because that gives everybody a chance to come together, um, you know, in a setting to support and uplift each other. And we've had to put our trainings on hold, like um, cane, mobility cane training and different training programs that we had in place. So it's really affecting the members because they're be becoming isolated. You know, it can bring about depression as well so that's one of the ways and with being able to get out go to the grocery stores not being able to do that and as we know that when you're blind or visually impaired transportation is one of the largest barriers um that stands in between going to run errands and take care of the things you need to do so we're trying to bridge that gap to provide for people who are blind or visually impaired. And it's also a big risk going on those buses and um, dial-ride vans because you don't know whether the drivers or the other people on it have coronavirus or not. Yes, absolutely. And even in the rural areas um, where we service a lot of people in the rural areas, there is no transportation systems. Um, so they totally have to depend on someone else, and that's not always, you know, um, reliable. That's true. Um, so how is Living Life Team helping the population during this tough time? I hear you guys are delivering some care packages. Yes, we are. We have been um, putting together COVID-19 care packages uh, and delivering them to the home, which takes the burden and stress off of um, the individuals figuring out how they're going to get these. And those care packages include non-perishable food items, cleaning supplies, personal hygiene items, um, paper products, and even sometimes meats and fresh produce as well. So we are, we are delivering them to the homes. Have there been any big requests on certain 
meat items, other food items, and other sort of necessities like toilet paper? Yes. Do they send in requests to you guys and then you give them the exact items they want? Well, what we do is do the, um, a standard, um, you know, standard box of items. And then we, pers- then we tweak it and personalize it so that they can receive some of the things that they want. Like some uh, have one gentleman who um, is a vegetarian and, and cannot do canned items. So we purchase, you know, the fresh or frozen vegetables for him. Um, one person, their meal, their main important meal is their breakfast. And so we try to purchase um, breakfast items, items catered to what, you know, he likes. Um, and on the average, we get a request for um, cere- any canned item, fruits, cereals, rice, dried beans and peas, or a popular item, um, toilet paper, tissue, any sanitizer or Clorox bleach or, you know, of that nature, laundry detergent, just, you know, necessities that people need on a daily, daily and weekly basis. How about the toothpaste, the shampoo, the soap? Are those included? <laughs> yes, those are included as well. Yes. How do you uh, actually purchase the items and then put them together? I've heard you've hired a, a bunch of volunteers. Yes, we are volunteers, volunteers, volunteers. Um, we and we go by um, donations as well. You know, public donations um, with the money. Some people have actually brought items to donate, and then some people donate financially, which allows our team to go out and purchase items. Um, so, living life teams getting all these ba- giving getting and then packing all of these basic necessities and then delivering them to the blind and visually impaired living in rural Georgia cities. How far are these cities away from your organization? Anywhere from locally to, um, I will say, uh, about 60 miles away from Madison. Mm, 60 miles away from Madison. Um, That's pretty far. Yes. Now, now these volunteers must also drive and deliver these supplies, right? Yes, they drive. Yes, they do. We have the boxes. Um, we prepare the boxes with the name, um, address, and they deliver the boxes. Like, um, just for an example, they have certain territories that they will deliver. One person may deliver in Putnam County. One person may deliver in Greene County. That's how we try to organize it. I understand that you mentioned that if a person has a disability, he or she is limited as is. Um, as far as, and I, that goes back to speaking about transportation, when I speak of being limited, um, because um, as far as the disability, we, um, we encourage don't let your disability, you know, because our motto reach for the stars, don't allow your disability to handicap you. So I'm speaking in terms of transportation um, because that is one of the largest barriers. And that's one of the reasons why we are um, in search and in need of a van with the wheelchair lift um, so that we can even provide more transportation. Um, going to the doctor office or, you know, any um, necessity errands that a vision impaired person would need 
we can provide that transportation for them. So you can still provide transportation for the blind and visually impaired who need to get their errands done or who need to go to the doctors and get checked out? Yes, absolutely. Not just, you know, during the, for delivering COVID-19 care packages, but on a daily basis, you know, whatever persons need, we want to be able to meet those needs. Because now some people are going back to the doctor's offices. We have a nurse practitioner um, on our board. And by the way, I have to say, Living Life Team have an amazing board of directors that are very passionate and caring um, about the mission. And so they pour all they have into it. We have a nurse practitioner on our board. And she actually, um, if someone has to go for just say, for example, outpatient surgery, whatever, then, you know, she, she's willing to go with them because some don't have family members, um, don't have a support system. So we, like, once again, we fill in that gap for them. So how and where do all the funds come from to support your organization? The funds come from, we have a, Living Life Team itself have a once a year fundraiser, and it's called our Journey to Light Gala event. Um, and Everything else, we solely rely on donations for, you know, the public to learn about us, support us, and make donations. That's basically how we're doing it. All those donations and all those dollars. But what percent of the dollars go out? I mean, what percent of the dollars that you receive actually Mm -hmm. go to the blind recipients? I will have to say 100% because with our budget, um, if we're doing a fundraiser like right now, we have a text to donate um, campaign going on. And I would like to give that information out. Um, it is, you text the word SIGHT, S-I-G-H-T, to the number 74121. And all of the funds will go strictly for the COVID-19 care packages and we're raising money to help provide devices for people who are blind or vision impaired um like magnifiers um canes that kind of thing so it's one all the money raised it goes 100 percent for the visual impaired are there any other organizations around the country or even the world that you know of who are also putting together these care packages for the blind um, I don't know of any. I don't, I do not know of any at this point. You know, mm-hmm. This is a worldwide show. I thought I would ask mm-hmm. the broader question. So, That's yeah. okay. But you know mm-hmm. what? You're putting out a great service. What else is in the future for Living Life Team's COVID-19 response going forward? Going forward, um, we are trying to tap into, and I did, um, as far as um, later on this month, we will be receiving a shipment of boxes that contain fresh fruits and vegetables that we'll be able to um, distribute um, on a wider basis because we're getting more in because, you know, once we get more donations and more funding in, then we can expand. So we're looking to expand our services, even, you know, for regional areas, um, because we want to be able to help more, not just one 
um, one region, but we want to be able to help more. Um, you know, we're a small organization that I say that are doing great things. We want to do great things serving a large um, sector of, of people. And um, one of the dreams of Living Life Team is to um, become national. Because once again, we can serve people all over. And opening maybe perhaps some more offices into the future would be great. Yes. Yes. More support groups, more offices. And so we can just get that support system out there to anyone, anyone who needs it. How about the life after COVID-19? When we get this vaccine, could be the fall, could be sometime early next year, probably. Um, Mm -hmm. What uh, will Living Life team be back open to the fullest? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) As a matter of fact, we are planning on um, the way things are scheduled right now, unless COVID 19 status, you know, turn us around, we will be meeting in person um, on the second Thursday of July, which everybody's excited about that because they're ready to come, you know, come back together and, you know, start doing activities and training. And I have to mention that we did figure out a way to resume some mobility training. Um, I personally um, go to the home and, you know, we're, all the safety precautions you know we're mat you know with the mask and on and we're outside working with cane training um using zoom and have a certified mobility instructor on zoom with us um you know being able to see what activity is going on giving instructions and yet i'm their personal you know with personally with that person that has been going great that's very good. And um, it's great that all of your clients and people who work at your organization are all staying safe. Yes. Uh, and, and, you've, and you've got, of course, plenty of the personal protection equipment to use, right? Oh, absolutely. Safety is always first. Health, health and safety is always first. I agree. And of course, yes. at the same time, too, we all want to get back into some sort of normalcy absolutely absolutely and just something simple as just being able to um you know walk around a cul-de-sac in a neighborhood you know just you know simple (laughs) yes absolutely even if it's walking around down the front yard and doing a dance you know for all the walkers (laughs) absolutely (laughs) yes and and, you know and, and as a matter of fact you mentioned that we actually did that with one lady um, she has been terrified since becoming um, blind to walk outside, even in her yard. She wouldn't even walk to a mailbox. So, you know, this, she's one of the ones I've been going to the home. And, you know, she wants to get exercise, but she's terrified to go outside. So um, we're training her to go out of her door, walk out of her driveway, and walk around the cul-de-sac and being able to come back to her home. And we actually did that. And we did the happy dance in front of the co- and the cul-de-sac <laughs> where all the neighbors was watching and cheering her on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's about, you know, just empowering and bringing um, sunshine and joy to someone to be able to enjoy life, you know, gaining their independence. I totally agree. 
So how can our listeners learn more about Living Life Team, get involved, become clients, receive supplies, all that? Oh, wow. Yes. Um, they contact me, Rita Harris, my number 706-474-0404. I have email Rita at livinglifeteam.net and our website www.livinglifeteam.net um, has all the information. Um, check out, I encourage you to visit our website. We have um, uh, a progress quarterly update video that tells about what's going on. Um, we have a wonderful resource page. Um, all our information is on there about the support group meetings, um, upcoming events. So check out our website, learn more about us, and become a part of the Living Life Team family. There are, there are no restrictions, no limitations, no matter how close or how far you are. Put all this stuff on the Speaking Out for the Blind website, speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, I would just like to say just, you know, everybody, we are not alone in this journey. We are in it together. So we have to just come together, support each other, and together we can make a difference. And I do want to um, encourage that on the homepage of our website, there is a red bar that says click here to... Um, view retinitis pigmentosa video and that is a video that i talks about um what's going on with my vision and i recite a poem that i wrote that um sums up my journey in a nutshell and that poem is actually featured on a 24-foot wall at hartsville jackson international airport on concourse f so just you know i encourage you to um you know just visit our website You'll learn everything you need to know. And together, we can make a difference. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's airport with the underground uh, train, right? Yes. I actually, um, I served on the ADA committee for the Atlanta airport as well. So I'm kind of all over the place. But everything I do is, you know, it's for helping someone that's blind or visually impaired. Okay. Rita? You and Living Life Team are helping the blind and visually impaired receive the basic necessities to live long and happy lives and also make it through this pandemic. I know we all will. Thanks so much for joining us today. You are so welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org. My show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking-out-for-blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at acbradio.org slash SOFTB. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening. And remember to speak out. Can't 
Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony, a weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization, topics and news that affect us all, some great roundtable discussions, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday Edition. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Connecting the blind community around the world. This is ACB Radio. 